I think keep going is just has the implications of doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. Like when you in a dark spot, you got to keep going. When you've reached that Grammy, you got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? You can't get stagnant with that. So it don't matter whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. The motion is to keep going in a positive direction. When you when you down, get up. When you up, keep going. Mm, that's good. Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Hey, 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 it's Christoph Jenkins, founder and creator of The Poet Life, but obviously the host of The Poet Life Podcast. And today is cool. Today is really awesome. Uh, I have never met this gentleman in person. We've met online through IG and social media, as most of us have. Right. And um, I'm, I'm really excited to have Chief the Poet, man. Chief, what's going on, sir? How are you? I'm cooling, man. You know, what? I, when you think about that, we haven't met, but the online community be real. Like, they're my people. So, so yeah. when, we see, when we do see each other, it's all like, what's up, man? Exactly. Like, exactly. Love, That's how it be. And it feels like we met, I mean, we've been, you know, connected for a long time. But it, right, right, right. when we do meet in person, like, do you know that we never met in person? Yeah, it's happened a couple times already. Yeah, for sure. It's wild, man. So tell me, man. Talk to me, bro. Like, how are things going for you right now? All is well, man. I always, I always say this on my joint. I'm like, my kids, my kids are happy and healthy, so I'm winning in that regard. Work is doing what work do. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't worried about yeah. that. As far as poetry is concerned, man, I've, I've been, uh, I've been pretty consistent. I, um, I was preparing for this, this Grammy run, and, um. In doing so, I did a lot of behind the scenes work, right? And then my homie's like, yo, how you cheap the poet? You ain't got no poetry on your page. So I post my kids and a clip here and there, a snippet here and there, but I don't really like flood them with the with the poetry because I, you know, I just I'm terrible at social media in terms of like like I'll Christoph, where you at? Like where you where where you located? But at DMV. Okay, so bet. So I'll be like, yo. I'll post like I just killed the stage in the DMV. Like it was in my backyard, bro. Why you ain't telling me? Like my bad. Like I, I'm, like that's just me. Like I'm always like so I'm I'm terrible with it. So I was I made a, a conscious effort to kind of like get a bunch of stuff, have some clips, and be able to flood them every day in terms of trying to push this Grammy run. And uh, I made the ballot, and uh, the voting is done. So now I'm just I'm in the process of waiting until November 10th to see if you know if if you make it. Just kind of you know chasing the dream, but I wanted to do it differently this time around where. I had some stuff ready to go, a bunch of, you know, pockets of poems and videos and clips and snippets and reels and all that good stuff. And I, I had a lot of it in the thing. It was every day. It was something, something for like the past two months. I've been pretty consistent with posting every day and trying to give the people more of, of what I do in the poetry realm. Gotcha. And then the world is, the world is treating me nice, man. That's out. awesome, man. So how about you? Talk- Anybody ever ask you, does it, does it get turned back on you? How are you doing? You know, you know, you can't hey, listen, folks. You could tell he got a podcast. <laughs> he, he, he a host just like I am. Now, nah, man, I'm good, man. All, you know what? I'm actually really good because uh, whoever's watching, it's a Tuesday. It is 1024, meaning it's the 24th of October, and it's the day before my birthday. Salute. Yeah, Salute. man. Yeah. Big plans so or not? What are we doing? Uh, we're going to get up with some cousins and brothers and friends uh you know tomorrow night and um but you know i've been i I just got back from costa rica with my two best friends you know what i mean and uh uh, i had a ball there but the biggest thing on my birthday which is really exciting is we're dropping my first book and uh 
it, it's a it's a it's a major book, man. It's a history in the making. It's called the Poetry Business Challenge Workbook, and um, thirty day challenge teaching poets around the world how to create a career with their poetry, man. So I can't I can't complain. All is well. And that's dropping tomorrow. Yeah, on the twenty fifth. Uh, the pre order drops tomorrow um and uh really excited man we put a lot of work into this thing man that's what's up where's the uh where can i like how do i you know, i'm sure you're gonna post something or whatnot but yeah yeah for sure thepoetlife.com and in fact yes sir right there at the bottom thepoetlife.com and um yeah no it is it is us breaking you know some steps down on how to uh go from being a poet with the poem to a poetry business owner that offers poetry as a service. Yeah, yeah man. I'm definitely yeah. going to copy your joint because I I, I I was in that realm and I still kind of feel like I'm in that joint. So sure, sure, sure. I've, I've recently kind of tightened up my business acumen. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been yeah. like, I, it's crazy because I'm so bad at social media. A lot of people don't see how I'm moving and what's been going on. Like I've been, I've really been moving and shaking in, in, in this poetry world, like on the law, I do a lot of schools, signing some pretty, like pretty dope contract. Like I can't even front. Like I bet. sometimes I'm looking back and it's just like, you know, you look at them checks, like, wow, like, I, like doing something I love. Like it ain't, it, poetry ain't, it's not difficult to us when we put our energy into the craft and do what you do. So when you get to the stage, it's like, it's like tying your shoe. You know, you rehearse, yeah. you get ready and you do your thing. But, it's surprising at you know how much you can actually make when you when you tighten up your business and do it right. So oh. I'm the dude who like I'll be like I'm in the DMV. I just killed the stage and everybody's you know oh so awesome shaking my hand kissing the babies and whatnot and I'll get a gig from a gig or get two gigs from a gig. But I was terrible at the um at, at the reconnecting and going back and and and, and connecting with these yeah. people. Yeah, I was awful at that. Terrible yeah. at it. Yeah, terrible at it. So I, you know, I tighten that up. I got, you know, I got a whole system, email database, all that. Like, so it's kind of there. We go. Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say, you know, never leave an opportunity without a new opportunity. For sure, for sure. You know, I had, that, I had that mentality, but it was, you know, it was a handshake and email later. I go do my gig and never reach back out. Never yeah, connect back again. And it was like, yo, like you just mm -hmm. there could have been several opportunities you had. You just blew it. So. Yeah, a lot more tighter in, in in that regard for sure. So it sounds like you got those three letters right. That uh, that CRM, CRM, yes sir, yes sir. That customer relationship management tool. Yeah, hmm? yeah, man. Sit right then and there, <clears throat> because here's the thing. You know, it's not enough to have talent. It's not enough, right? Because you got to have something that sustains the talent. Right. right. There's a lot of talented people, a lot of talented poets, but they, they haven't figured out the business aspect of it that 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 creates the foundation that will allow you to do this for a living. Right. Precisely, man. And that's yeah. and I think that's what it's been for me. Like. If it ain't word of mouth, I haven't been really looking for the yeah. word, per se. And word of mouth has been awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's been really, really good. But. The, with the CRM, it's just, it allows you to do a little bit more, tap into a little more people, make some more yeah. connections, and just, mm -hmm. just be out there. So I've been, and that's and that's been really monumental in the, in my growth for sure. Yeah, yeah, because it with the CRM and that whole tool system, it goes from being a transaction to a relationship. 
You see what I'm saying? You got a relationship now with that organization or that event planner or that coordinator, you know, and that they're always thinking of you when it comes to creativity and projects and campaigns and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, no, man, um, I I I, uh, I love it. You know, I, I never want to be <clears throat> never want to be one to thrive and excel and look up and you're like alone you know so so as i as i develop and as i grow my mission is to bring folks with me you know and um but let's let's start from the beginning man like where where did poetry come in for you like what age what era this is that's like a that's like a double edge it's it's like a two-fold story Mm -hmm. so i started um, I was like 15, 16 years old. I was getting on the city bus. I tell the story all the time. I was like, get on the city bus and I missed like the step on the bus. And my, when I missed the step, my foot obviously flailed back and it like brushed the dress of the woman who was behind me. And she was like, damn niggas. And I remember I was like 15 or 16 years old. White lady said that. And I was like infuriated. I remember being so angry, like, you know, don't judge me now, but like your boy had long dreads back then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I might have I might have I might have looked the part, but um I remember sitting there on sitting on the bus. I'm like the you know the angry crier. So I'm sitting there my, my fists are clenching I'm and I'm just crying. I'm mad and I was going to the boys and girls club. I missed my stop at the boys and girls club and then I got up at the next stop which is by one of my homies house and I went to his crib and he had the the coasters like the George the drink on and on the coaster it said there's no such thing as strangers, just friends you haven't met. And I kept looking at that, kept looking at that. So I ended up writing a, a poem for like English class the next time we had an assignment. Let me just use this. And I did that. And the teacher like gave me all the, all the praise for it or whatever. And then my senior year in high school, I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to college and cast was hating or whatever. So I wrote a poem for English class. It was called Don't Hate Me Because You Ain't Me. Teacher gave me wild praise. So I'm like, maybe I'm on to something. So then I get to college and uh, your boy was going through the bitter breakup blues, <laughs> sad, mm-hmm. mad and depressed. Right. And uh, I stumbled across the open mic on campus. I was like, what's this? I went in. I was like, oh, this is dope. I could do. I got some stuff I could read. So going through the breakup, I had wrote a poem. I go there the next week and I read a poem. And at the end of that night, dude walked up on me and he shook my hand. He said, I'm 55 years old. And you said something I've been trying to say my entire life. And I remember being like, dang, if my. If my sadness and my sorrow can inspire somebody, then I'm, then I'm doing the right thing. So I went back every week and read a sad ass poem. And like after like a month, he was like, damn, bro, you don't got nothing good going on in your life. <laughs> and at that point, it was like, OK, now I need to to kind of flip this. And then what happened was I went to see my homie at UConn and they had a poetry event. And I went and one of the judges for the slam was a dude I had seen on Russell Simmons Death Poetry Jam. Shout out to my man, K.O. So I got Kale's mm-hmm. I got Kale's card and I legitimately I stalked homie for like three months. I called him like three, four times a week for three months. And he invited me to New York, kind of showed me the tricks of the trade, introduced me to New York, and it kind of just it took off from there, bro. Like it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I saw you do that poem last night. Could you come do a poem in my spot? And it's like, oh, we could you come over here? We got fifty dollar budget. Could you come over here? We'll give you a hundred dollars. Could you come over here? We got two hundred. Could we got five hundred? And it just kind of just Ooh. just kind of took off from there and the more you know the more people you see the more stages you get in front of them you know yesterday's price ain't today's price you just kind of keep leveling up that's that's, that's, that's kind of how it happened man but yeah the broker i i attribute it to 
I didn't realize it was a way for me to kind of release until I looked back at it and go, damn, I did kind of write when Shorty called me the N-word. Damn, I did kind of write when these cats was hating. I was going through the breakup. I was writing, so maybe that's something for you. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, it kind of you learn how to co- you know cultivate the craft and shape mold it and shape it towards you. Study this person, study that person, meld them into yourself, and make your own mm-hmm. thing. It literally just took off, man. Like when I say took off, I mean for a good two and a half years, I was moving. Like and it was like, damn, this is what poetry does. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm overseas doing poems. Like this is Ooh. this is this is what's up. Yeah, no, nah, it was dope. Sure. Oh, that's fire. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going places I, like I went to I spent a week and a half in Finland. I didn't even know where that was. Like Finland. I, I, Finland. I couldn't even point it on the map. You know what I'm saying? Like I am doing poems in Finland. Me. <laughs> so all right. Okay. Then then wh- why not full time, would you say? Is it because, like you said, you 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 don't have the business aspect rolling yet, or why why, why not full time? I I didn't. I'm I'm literally just now turning into like developing more of a business acumen behind it. To if I'm being candid, fear. I got Ooh. I got hella kids, and um, <laughs> and I I got you know stability with my job. Plus, I really do love what I do. My job is demanding and it, and it's and it's tiresome, but I really do love what I do. Being able to impact these kids on a daily basis makes a difference for me but mm. i think poetry spoken word motivational speaking would allow me to impact more people on a much larger scale mm. but i think i'm just if i'm being honest i'm afraid to jump i got you i got you now what, what do you do for a living i'm the dean of students at a high school i got you i got you do you sometimes though feel like you're stuck there though no I don't think it's stuck. I honestly, it's me being afraid of not having the resources to provide for my kids on a consistent basis. Because you know, when I when, when you, when yeah, yeah, consistency is what kills me. Because I'll get a gig and it's like it'll it'll cover me for a couple months. You know what I'm saying? But then I get another one, you know, a month and a half later or something like that. So the gigs, there's not enough consistency within them to be able to. To have the the freedom and leeway that I do to do what I do with my money and my kids, yada yada yada. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying so, I think that's what if I can develop some consistency behind these performances. I, listen, I'm like your boss man. Hey, hold that. Like <laughs> you know I'm saying, I'm, I'm I'm moving and shaking. So it's coming. I think it's coming soon. Like I'm oh, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my homie, my homies, he stay on my heels. Like yo, man, you need to just go. You need to just go. You need to just go. And I keep feeding them excuses. And again, I'm just me owning my shit. You know what I'm saying. I keep right. feeding. I keep feeding them excuses. He's like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." So, I think I it's it, it's happening sooner or later. I'm just gonna jump and then figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I, t- I totally understand that completely. I'm full time in it now, mm-hmm. and you know, I was a government contractor, six figures. You know, um, uh, however, unlike you, I didn't like what I was doing. I wasn't fulfilled, you know, you know, uh, I would imagine uh, working with the kids as that's a part of your purpose. Yes. Right. And yes, so <clears throat> for me, IT business analyst had nothing to do with my purpose. You know, it was a it was a bill, pay, a bill payer. It paid the bills. Right. And sustained me, the family. I got three daughters, five, seven and eight wife. You know, um, only man in the house, 
<laughs> I got to throw that in there. You right. know? Uh, <laughs> but you need, um, you need a journal. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, a, and a dog or <laughs> and a pet something. Um, but but I knew uh, over over a period of time that it was leading into that. But I had to get real intentional about it. You know, so I put together a five year plan from age <clears throat> age 35 to 40 and I beat it at age 39 and some change. The reason I say I beat it because I got let go. Right. <laughs> right. Got, got let go. That was around uh pandemic time. And um and I was just like, man, okay, it's go time. I'm what I'm not gonna do is jump back in when this could be my opportunity to just go at it you know so i said i'm gonna give myself a year whether i whether we got a struggle or whatever we got we saved up some funds or whatever but man that was the best thing um i didn't have to split my brain you know what i'm saying with the nine to five and the art i could just do the art and focus and i was i was pushing bro and um so it's been good now i'm more knowledgeable and um when we're talking about the business acumen element to it uh to where i got it at a consistent basis and i'm doing several things as it relates to poetry and so yeah man no definitely once you once you find that groove of uh follow-up because you know it's fortune in the follow-up with that CRM, yeah. right? And 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 you already know what your 2024 looks like because we know event planners plan a year, six months, three months in advance. So yeah, man, uh, I see I see it happen for you. Yeah, man, I, I I might need to get you on the team, man. You know what I'm saying? We Let's both talk about it. No, for real, man. We can both make, especially. I'm not even, I don't even play with it, man. Listen, I'm if, it, if, it, if it go how it's supposed to go on November 10th, <laughs> I'm gonna need a team. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm if it, November 10th go the way it's supposed to go, I am out of here. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, I listen. It it is it is possible, and if you keep going, it's inevitable. No pun intended. No pun intended. Even if, even no, if it, you say keep going, that's the title of my album. Keep going. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, my album oh. is titled "Keep Going." Shameless plug: My album, my spoken word album, "Keep Going," is on all streaming platforms. Check it out. Nice. So you got some features on there? Oh Lord, do I? Talk Man, to me. I have a, a young boy from my from around my way. One of my former students, Jay Roger Jackson. You know how this cats in this and the young boys in the hood, everybody want to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Not to say the young other cats ain't nice, but this one was like legit. Like money is good at what he does, makes good music, got a good sound, and it's really like making some noise. We got a piece together. I got my man Akil Dasan. He um plays like one of the baddest guitarists you'll ever like. This dude is just absolutely sick with it. And then it's just an ensemble of juggernauts in the poetry game. So I got my 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 one of my favorite tracks on the album is called All Black Men Need Therapy after my podcast, All Black Men Need Therapy. And um mm-hmm. it's I think it's 10 of us, 11 of us. So it's myself, it's Prentice Powell, Stephen mm-hmm. Willis, Christopher Michael, Obi West, um Oof. my man Influence, um 
Mac Woods, uh, Trey G. Uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Forgive me, fellas. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, Saint from the uh, West Coast, Lem Gonzalez. Like, yo, it's, 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 a, it's powerful. And if you listen to the piece, like, it's just, you know, it's black men telling the thing. So what I did was I, I was like, yo, I want y'all to be down with me. And I said, listen, you got 60 seconds on. Sometimes I feel more broken than black. Do what you will with it. And they all they all sent me their, their joints back. And I'm like, yo, let me put this together. And it just kind of like, I think I found like the perfect beat for it and just kind of like lined them up nice so it kind of it weaves into a it's it's just cool. You gotta check it out. I bet. I believe you know, it. Pretty dope. But yeah, like I got some some juggernauts on there, man. And and you listen to all of them, and you're just like, damn, damn, damn. You know, like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Send bro. me um, send me a clip or something, and I'll incorporate it into the episode for sure. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we talk about, uh, you know, infuse it in there. That'd be dope. Uh, people say, right, pray on the plates. Both the church and the gym come with books of judges, depending upon how much is on the plate. Wow. On the plate. People still in their Genesis, they think they, think they can cry for my revelation, but don't know what I keep in my Psalms, help me do numbers and make an exodus from these stressful acts of life. I'm preaching, y'all. I worked hard to build this muscle and this faith and still have trouble pressing off the pressure. Oftentimes, I curl up in my pew and shrug it off. I, I dip the pressure and push up prayers, hoping God hurt me. What goes up must come down, a burpee, leaving me standing there, hands shaking, heart racing, sweating, second guessing if writing prayers or working out is working out. I lift prayer, push weights and pen poem, hoping my bars are as hard as my arm so I can protect myself from the lies, scores, and stones you throw. Black men ain't talk to talk about. Judge when we do, judge when we write, judge when we lift, judge when we pray, judge if. We cry, I wipe my tears with the same puff I'm cut from. That's why my skin's so rough. That's dope. All right. Is it is 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 Prentice also submitting? Prentice has submitted, yep. He has an album called For Your Consideration 24. They said, right. I just he just left my house this morning. Like we uh him, him and Sean William, right? Yep, him and Sean William. Yep, yep, yep. Prentice just left. We had a film last night and he just flew out from Connecticut back to Oakland this morning. Gotcha. That's my dude, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's my. Yeah, they that's got my a, they got an album too. So hopefully, we we both trying to you know be on that red carpet together. We got a battle. Who gonna look better in a suit? You know. What I'm uh, <laughs> you know it. I'm learning <clears throat> that that Grammy game is is highly um, political too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you if you ain't if you don't got a big marquee name and. Yeah, you, know, you don't know who you are. It's, it, we I've learned a lot through the process this year for sure. But I mean, yeah. I, I I can only I can only control what I can control. So I'm just hoping oh, that sure. you know some of them voters got their ear to my album. And I think if you listen to it, it's a pretty solid project, man. Like seriously, it's only I mean, it, it's it's a solid project. And I think you know next to whomever the nominees are, I think I think I, I got a chance. I'm, I'm a believer, man. I like to manifest stuff. So I, I'm I'm expecting on. November 10th to record myself listening to them announce and hear my name and be excited. So that's awesome. You know, how did you feel when you heard that there was a real spoken word category for the Grammys? It was, it was, it was like a, almost like a fire starter for me. Cause it was like, cause you know, it, it, like, we don't get the praise that we're needed that that that, that we deserve mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like we we are just as just as entertaining, engaging, inspiring as your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, your favorite singer's favorite singer. But we don't have that same platform. Mm-hmm. So when they told me there was a spoken word category, this was years ago when I found out about it. I'm looking up nominees, and it's like Barack Obama, Dave Chappelle, Don Cheadle, like, and then it's cheap. Like we ain't on the same level. You know what I'm saying? Right. We ain't on the same level. So when they told me we got one all to ourselves, like okay, now now it's it's an equal playing field. Now I'm with my peers, people who share the craft with me like there's no way none of us can compete with barack obama you know what i'm saying like how are you supposed how are you supposed to beat him out yeah you dig what i'm saying so when i found that out i'm like okay now we got a chance let's let's put this work in and give yourself the best opportunity to to, to help yeah. expand this craft because as much as about me getting nominated and potentially winning or whatever like all of us want to put put the craft on and put us in a light to where we can all start to eat from this yeah so talk to me you are you ready to win? Yes, I'm ready to change lives, bro. Like, think yeah. about what think about what that does. I mean, for anybody, when you put Grammy winner, so and so, even Grammy nominated, so and so, makes a difference. Like that, just that makes that opens doors for everybody. So now I get a gig, X, Y, and Z. Hey, I got four other poets I want to bring me. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Now we all traveling across the world doing some poems. So yeah. I, it's it's, a, it's about putting your people on, man. I really, I firmly believe that. You see, I got one track with eleven different dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. right if right. I win, if I win, we all win. Now they can yeah. all they can all put Grammy winning or Grammy nominated on their joint. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So you know the, the reason I asked that because I know you. I got kids. You, how many kids do you have? So I, it's it's that's the I was, I, that was funny, man. I met a, a woman the other day. We was talking and whatnot. I'm like, how many? She's like, how many kids you got? That's a trick question. Because <laughs> I have, I have three of my own. Got me too. I have yeah. three of my own, but I have an adopted son who's twenty, and I have two uh, a set of twins that I I inherited from a buddy of mine who passed away a long time ago when his baby girls were like three. So I kind of like, you know, I, I treat them like my own. So in all, it's like six, but three biological children that belong to me. Gotcha. So <clears throat> I, I say this to, to poets often, you know, um, prepare for your ascension. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I mean by like, are you ready to win? Like, like, because winning means your life changes and your routine and your your daily to-dos are completely different. Like you 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 thought of how how that plays out and all of that cuz um, reason I cuz I'm I'm in it, you know, not not in that realm as far as the performance aspect, but like I travel more and it's like hard to leave my young daughters and stuff like that and yeah. So I have I have been exponentially blessed with a support system that like they ride for me. So I have that liberty to kind of get where I got to get and get back. But like, there's been times, bro, like where I've had a gig in like Texas, I'll fly to Texas and then be on the first thing smoking that night so I can get back to my daughter's game the next day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that, and that's the dedication I have as a father. Cause it, I mean, Paul being a, a spoken word artist is awesome. It's dope and it's fulfilling and it, and it's, it's saved my life, but it ain't nothing more important to me than, than, than babies. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So I'm on the first thing smoking like, and, but <laughs> it's crazy. I had it like, and this is a, a true, like a true story. My day, ready? I get up at six fifty in the morning. Drive mm-hmm. my daughter. Drive my daughter an hour away, so she got to be there an hour before her game. Right? Drive back an hour to see my son, my four year old, play soccer. He's four. He playing soccer. He they, they ain't doing them but running around. You know what I'm saying? Kicking dirt. <laughs> so I run there. I drive 
back an hour to see my daughter finish because she played a doubleheader, go see the second game. Her teammates drive an hour in the other direction to go perform and then drive another hour back to go see my, my middle son playing flag football. Like, and this is just all in one day, but I'm moving and shaking just so I can be where I need to be when I need to be there. And that's just what we got to do as, as parents, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and performers. So I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to riding the wave and doing what I got to do for my baby. So if I got to, you know, if I got to shake some things up, they'll, they understand. Right, I'm right. If I'm not there, they know that, you know, that what it is. They know daddy's out here working, trying to provide for them. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I think that's important, man, um, is, is to know that it's coming. You know, it's it's coming, bro. Like, you know, it's it's, it's like you said, the the, uh, the name of your album is Keep Going. If you keep going and you keep progressing, you're going to win. Right. You know, so right. so um, I'm excited for you in that regard, man. And um, uh, so. How is it being with and on this on the level of the 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 Prentice Piles and Sean William and the all of the poets that you um are comrades with and seeing how they're flowing they're seeing how you're how you're flowing like is it is it a uh like a fraternity fraternity of sorts where you you're you're boosting him up they're boosting you up what does that look like for y'all yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting because I don't ha I don't know if I have very many like we definitely we definitely you you know the the phrase iron sharpen iron. Yeah. So there's only a there's a handful of people that I like bounce some ideas off of and get some work from and 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 like you know we we workshop some different things and because I'm I'm the guy who like I always have a brilliant idea and have trouble like flushing it out. So I'm like, Let me, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And then once I get some direction, I'm like. I'm going, I'm moving with it. But I think the fraternity, I think the fraternity is tight. We all feed off of each other. Well, the guys I associate, the guys I personally associate my, myself with, but I've 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 been in some crowds where it's like they don't want anyone who can potentially threaten their shine. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, it doesn't matter to me. We yeah, we, we, we all gonna eat and we all gonna do what we gotta do, and, and hopefully you return the favor. I'm big on you know the reciprocity thing. I right. want I want to you know the golden rule treat others how you expect to be treated you dig what i'm saying so if i if, if i'm if i put you on to something and you're doing well and i see you shining and you have an opportunity for me hit me up so we can both you know we can we can do this thing and if you don't then it is what it is but it just shows the, the relationships i have we definitely got each other's back and i think that's 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 super cool that's good sure. that's and you got to have somebody to bounce your bounce your work off but you know as, as writers we, we are like our hardest critics man like i'll be right yeah definitely so so um have you seen their business acumen you know elevate to where you're like you know i need to all right it's time you know what i'm saying i need to uh, you know they they're they found their flow you know in their consistency and stuff like that um how how's that compare contrast amongst your folks um i think we're all still trying to to find that groove and how to make this a career got it you know what i'm saying because in your element you're doing a lot of different things behind the scenes and making things yeah. happen and plugging people and putting people on and whatnot yeah but as the you know as the uh in my case i'm uh, like a, a a one man a one man team like i'm the performer yeah. i'm the writer i'm the negotiator i'm the agent i'm the, you know what i'm saying and that's it, it's a lot it becomes a lot for real it is so um i think we're all trying to like find that lane to where we can achieve those 
those those levels because it does level because again like people see us on you know you've made you've had a couple of tv appearances and yeah. been overseas and did your thing but like that's that moment yeah and it's and it's not like you know it's not a consistent run of television or a consistent thing where you're going overseas and bouncing around you shine in february during black history month and then right. you chilling for a little while yeah and then it pops yeah. back up and then you chilling for a little while if i can get that consistency it yeah. really changes it changes the game yeah. significantly yeah definitely it's time to create an unforgettable experience at your next event with the poet life by booking a keynote poet poets excite your audience with motivating messages charismatic delivery colorful rhythm powerful prose and heart-filled stories with a style of spoken word that's tailored specifically to your event the Poet Life has keynote poets in your city of all ages and backgrounds. Visit thepoetlife.com to learn more and book your poet today. Definitely. What what um what what other than performance poetry have you gotten into as it relates to poetry? outside of performing i mean there's there's always workshops that you do when i go to school yeah. so you off you offer the performance component of it and then you're doing workshops with the students and, and writing you know writing sessions and so on and so forth um i've curated a bunch of shows around the way like again i like putting people on there's times where i've i've you know went upside down trying to just bring people in and just give people opportunities to experience poetry i, yeah. I can remember one time i did a joint around my way and i think i was down two grand yeah but the people had a good time you know what I'm saying? The people had a good time. They came out and they wanted to show again, but then when you plan it, it snows or, you know, they got to be canceled or whatever, whatever. But like outside of being on stage, I've put on some shows. I do a lot of workshops, um, a lot of writing sessions. And I think we're, we're, we're actually even talking about fusing the presentation of, of the performance poetry and the all black men need therapy thing and having like a, a large, like almost like a, entertainment therapeutic group therapy type session so we're still trying to fine-tune that but i think that's going to be real dope so you come you know you get some poems get to be entertained and then now we're having conversations about certain topics via the you know that we've introduced via poetry and whatnot so oh, that's genius now it's gonna be dope hey, and that's to my, the guys from my podcast we've been, we've been talking about it's gonna be cool man yeah no that's perfect because you know um in in, in my teachings I, I i teach to leverage all of what you have currently going on, right? Podcast, perfect subject matter, because you know that's heavy on internet. You know what I'm saying? That subject, yeah. right? Um, but also the artistic element to it, uh, which is also therapy. You, you know what I mean? And um, but one hack that could help a lot is is to start reaching out to organizations that advocate and fight for that whole black man needs therapy element you know what i'm saying and even partner with therapists yep. you know what i'm saying and um and create a whole situation where you got therapists uh incorporated into it and and these organizations because they already are looking for creative ways to engage their members and the people that they serve they can come straight to chief the poet and princess and you all's team mm -hmm. and and that's a service that you provide 
we have we've partnered with a couple right now to where like if you go if you branch to their website and type in the code ABMNT, like you get like 20% off of your services and whatnot because you found them through us and whatnot. So we've partnered with some people. We got some, we got some cool things going again right. because we're all, it's kind of like, it's not an excuse. We're all like super busy, got family. So it's hard to like, it's not hard. We just have a difficult time dedicating the sincere energy we need to making this thing pop and really go. So we've, we're, we're, we're moving in that direction. Once we, we have conversations all the time about holding each other accountable and doing what we're yeah. supposed to be doing. And we're moving yeah. in a good direction right now, for real. It's going to be some great things to happen, for sure. That's dope, man. And I, I've caught several of y'all's episodes. Y'all got some good conversation. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, they, they lit my ass up last night, man. <laughs> had, your, had your boy on the hot seat, man. What was, what was the topic? We had a couple of them, man. So last night we talked about... Um, Cause my guys, both of my guys are married and I'm the only single one. So one of them, mm. one of them was that one of them was, are you qualified to marry? That was a conversation we had. Like, do you have what it takes? Like, would you marry you? You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's the conversation we had when you got to dissect yourself and be like, you know what I'm saying? So we talked about our strengths and weaknesses and how we apply them to relationships. And then the other one was uh, taking the high road. And we're oftentimes we have to like kind of combat our, it was crazy. That conversation was pretty dope. Cause we had a conversation about how, one person tries to preserve their integrity by not resorting to conflict while another person protects their integrity by resorting to conflict. And mm. you can see how the rationale behind them both, like they both make sense. You think what I'm saying? Like, so it, right. was, it, was, it was a real cool conversation we had last night too, but yeah, they had to go on a hot seat, man. Like it was, sure. <laughs> but you know, you gotta, when you got people who hold you accountable, it just makes for a better you. For sure. Do you all have guests and all that on the, on yeah, the line? Yeah. Yep. We last night we had that was one of one of our guests we had was uh one of the few black wardens in the country. Did you know that there were three three percent of prison wardens are black in the country? I didn't know there were any. Yeah. So yeah. So one of our one of and it's crazy because the dude I we grew up with him in the projects whatnot. Like he from he from the projects and he is the prison warden in Connecticut here. And like and that's and that's like cool because you know round the way what we said last night like when you grow up from you know when you're in the inner city successful jobs look like if you're working in the school system or you're a corrections officer for the men you know what i'm saying or you're a mechanic those are like yeah. the those are like the successful things you know what i'm saying so when none of them have aspirations to be a ceo i mean to be a, a warden they'll be the ceo and hold down the fort but they ain't trying to be a warden this dude is the warden so it was kind of cool we actually went to his prison uh last month and spoke to his spoke to the guys and it was a. Uh, that was a rewarding and fulfilling experience as well. But we was like, yo, we got to have you on the podcast because, like, you are like an anomaly, bro. Right? Yeah. So we had we had a great conversation, man. Just how he, you know how he processes and because they say for if you work in it because most prisons or most industries like that, you're 20 years and out. But they say yeah. if you work if you work those 20 years, that's the 20 years is equivalent to having spent seven years in prison. Whew. You dig what I'm saying? And he's just working it. So I'm like, yo, that's wow. And he's like, yeah. So he. He identified himself as low-key institutionalized, but people don't look at it like that. You dig what I'm saying? So we had some pretty cool conversations last night. Oh, sure. yeah, because he's in yeah. there every day. Right, right. You don't even think about that, right? Like, you work there every day. Like, you literally, like, so they said, you spent, you worked 20 years. It's like almost spending seven and a half years in prison. So how was the duality of him being a black man and being a warden? He's um he's found a, a comfort zone in being himself. And it allows kind of like, you know, when you go into inner inner city school and like in my case, they they bring in the they bring in the minority 
to deal with the minorities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when they see you, they still might, you know, you're the guy who has, I'm the guy who has to suspend them and whatnot, but like their guard is lowered a little bit because I look like them. Mm. You know They're a little bit more comfortable with talking to me and communicating with me and opening up and, and being and being truthful. And, and it allows you to establish a little bit better rapport when you look like that. You know yeah. So he's right. going, he's going into this prison and kind of like shaped it up, shaped it up a little bit, like less, you know, less, less instances of, of violence going on in there. People are graduating or moving on from programs they have in there and so on and so forth. So he's out, he's really doing his thing, man. And it's, and it's cool because like, this is a cat, you know, when he was running in the projects, knocking on doors and, you know, nigga knocking, running on doors and running, you know what I'm saying? So like he was, this is my guy. So it was, it's and like I said, my biggest thing was like, yo, I'm so proud of you, man. Like we, we don't tell each other enough, but like, I was proud of this guy. Like I walked in there and just got filled with pride because it was crazy. We had to go take our phones and put them in a locker. Mm-hmm. The dude gave us the key and whatnot, and he came out. No, no, they with me. I got it. And I was like, that shit is cool. Man. Like my guy is that he. Yeah, I'm with him. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it felt good for real. It did. Wow, wow. What's what's the mission for you all's podcast? It's just to to encourage and foster um, comfort in finding therapy, seeking therapy, and our our um, our mission or our goal or our niche is in the most non-traditional therapeutic session or, or fashion. Gotcha. Like you ain't going and laying on a couch. Like this is just the homies talking to the homies, but holding each other accountable and and really pushing each other to be introspective and, and find those parts of you that you might have been lying to yourself about or that you, you know, you don't we don't know what we don't know. We don't know how other people view us essentially. So we have these candid conversations, just kind of push the envelope and, and get people to talk. And it's cool because my man, my other man, Bell, who's on the podcast, he's real not. He's real in tune with his emotions, but doesn't necessarily display them. And mm. I think like two episodes ago was the first time he actually like, like cried. He got teary eyed on the episode. I'm like, yo, look what this is doing for us, bro. Like when we first started, it wasn't it wasn't a chance in hell. You was going to come closer to, to expressing this type of vulnerability. But because right. we had these conversations and you falling more comfortable in it. Now, look at us. We're moving in a good direction. Yo. So it's kind of cool. That's fire. No, it's That's dope. Awesome. Have you thought about ever doing a live podcast as in like, you know, as an event? We were going to, we were going to try it last night, but we moved. It was just, we had, cause Prentice had a gig in New York s- Sunday. And uh, we were going to try to have a live audience on Monday, but the space we were in, we used had a meeting prior to and we were just like we didn't want to really have too much going on so we're going to try like with a small like intimate crowd maybe like 25 people if we could just come and get a live small recording and see what that was like and yeah. then try to and then try to branch out and do and do it differently but that's when we started having a conversation around why not make it like a performance night slash panel discussion slash you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so we kind of like we kind of we're brainstorming right now to put that together but it's gonna be dope it's, it's gonna be you're gonna see all black men need therapy on stages across the country real real soon man so i'm, I'm, I'm super excited for that movement yeah Again, that's something that I'd love to pick your brain about and kind of help us, you know, flush this out and, and really make it make it worth something. Most definitely. Yeah. Let me know, man. I, I you know, like I said, I've checked a few episodes out, man. I love the direction and, and the subject matter because it's necessary. For sure. You know, it's very necessary. And, um, you know, there's more platforms that need to be lifted up, you know, where it's where where it's uplifting black men and and minorities uh uh in the taboo why it's why they're taboo 
I whatever. I don't know. But the taboo conversations, which one is is therapy? Yep. Yes. You know. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think creatives. I just I think people in general need therapy. One hundred percent. We just we we just want to focus on because we need it more than, than especially because it, sure. so it, it started for us at the height of the pandemic. And at the height of the pandemic, like we in the middle of a pandemic, black black men are getting killed left and right. Black men and women getting killed left and right. It's so like it's, two pandemics all at the same time. No, that, that's the great way to put it. It's literally like two pandemics. I just remember one day we sitting there and it's like it, it it's just heavy. Like we we watching the the stuff go down. It's like yo man, we we ain't we ain't we're not well. I'm like we're not even okay. Want, we're not okay. And we have these conversations. We have this conversation. It's like, yo, people need to hear this, bro. Yeah. And my, and my man was like, and I've been trying to ask because we have these conversations all the time. This is one of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? So we have these real deep conversations. Like, people need to hear this. And he's like, nah, I'm not with the podcast stuff. And then we talking one day and he was like, he said, all black men need therapy. And I was like, nigga, that's it. I was like, that's the mm-hmm. podcast. And I was like, that's the podcast right there. And he was like, I can get down with that. And that's kind of how it, that's kind of how it happened. Do people reach out to you? Yo, all the time. Yo, we got an email just the other day, man, and it said it was something like, "I was ready to let it go," until I found your podcast. Oh, and again, we do it for us because we know we need a thing. But somebody tapped in and was like, "Listen, you guys saved my life," and that's it's like, yo, that we doing something right, man. Even oh. if we, you know we ain't been consistent with dropping an episode, but when we do drop it, that one that connected to this man and saved his life makes it all worth it. But we get emails. You know what's, what's interesting is we get a lot of um a lot of black women are like our big our biggest supporters. They're always emailing us like what I will you know help me with my husband, my son. Like they're, right. they're constantly looking for ways to kind of help better the men in their lives. So that's pretty dope too. That's real. I, dope. Can, I can imagine that. I can have you thought about you know how Steve Harvey uh has the strawberry letter. You 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 yeah, know okay. where, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Have you, since you all get feedback and uh, if you chose to solicit, you know, feedback, have you thought about, uh, you know, reading somebody's letter, a black man's so we've, letter? We've we've had people email us topics and we've done episodes specifically catered to whatever the email was. But we talked, it's funny, we talked about it last night in the episode about Having like a a, a strawberry letter or dear or dear Abby moment where we just take a question from the dear, dear black man letter. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and just like listen, this is what it is, and give a quick. Who's gonna probably make them like shorts on YouTube or quick reels for the for Instagram or whatever? Just just the quick whatever question it was, just kind of help you know promote the brand and get the stuff out there. So yeah, we talked about that last night. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. That's good stuff, man. What, what about incorporating poetry at all on on the podcast? You know what we never the, the lap a couple episodes was the first time we we incorporated we talked about uh we talking about how the podcast started and Prentice did a poem with his son. We just we just put that link in I think the last episode we dropped. But other than that, we haven't really we haven't really touched on poetry. Now here's the thing. We wanted to so we've had some pretty marquee names on the episode on, on episodes in the past. And we mm. kind of we we try to get to the man rather than the celebrity and we kind of strip you of your of your accolades like we don't like at the end of the day bro you still human and you still want us you know what i'm saying so let's talk let's have this real talk yeah you got this you got this fame and this bread and this glory and all that good stuff but you go through shit too 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's have these conversations and we'll we'll talk about what they do for a moment. But at the, at the end of the day, we try to bring it real surface level. So like it's just, you know, the the homies in the room. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I it's interesting you you took that angle. I was just talking about how um, one of the pieces could supplement or complement the conversation. Yeah, yeah, and I, but, oh, so that's kind of I think what we what we're looking toward more towards the the live part of it, like got you know, it to encompass like a it makes it a little bit more engaging live to see some performances, and then we take you know remember this line in the poem? How many of you have connected with that? You know what I'm saying? And now we're fostering conversation around you know the the entertain the entertaining component of it, and it really gets deep. So like, yeah, oh, that's, that's gonna be yeah. I think it's gonna be cool, man. And that's I mean, that's kind of how I open the door a lot of my presentations when I go to school. Like I'll I'll do yeah. certain things and then we, you know, I cater whatever they have on their agenda they need me to talk about. I'll give them a poem and then take a couple lines from the poem, but like, so what about that? And we breaking them down and we now we're talking about these certain things. And it's kind of it's dope, it's dope how it happens. So why not take that same process and put it apply it to men? And I think again, what it does is within our poetry, we're always vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, may, we may not sit on, you know, sit down and have that vulnerable conversation, but we'll put it in a poem and share it on stage. So now that's the connected thing. And we, if we connect with you emotionally, yeah, we got you. So think about it, Christoph. Like if I'm in your spot and I make you laugh hysterically, you leave like your cat chief was so funny. Now they want to know why I'm so funny. If I piss you off and you don't like me no more, I can't stand this cat, whatever. They want to find out what pissed you off. I've connected emotion. Regardless of what the emotion is, I've connected. And at that point, now we can have a conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of where we go. No, I, I totally agree with that. That's how I start off um, talks, uh, workshops, and that is simply what's relatable to the people that I'm speaking to. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, so it's not like, all right, today we're, we're going to do this. No, it's like, what's going on? What y'all got going on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that gives them. A platform to shit like 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 you said the gentleman that sent the email uh you gave him a platform the the fact that you had your email available that was a platform him platform for him to speak and release what's happening because more than likely he felt like he had nobody to talk to you guys, yeah, we have, we have a voice line too where people are like it's crazy because recently we've had a couple calls in the voice line, but there was no they left no voicemail, so kind of like one of us didn't answer, they didn't leave a voicemail, but one of us will send a text like, Hey, we saw we missed your call, we hope everything is okay. If you need us, reach out, you got this, or some some kind of motivational message. And it is sent. You ever see those movies where like money got the gun to his head, but somebody knock on the door, the money got the gun to his head, the TV, but something happens, and it's like, Damn, like life was just saved, and I'm. Not hoping, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like if I send that, you just never know. Hey, man, got your message. We missed your call. Sorry about that. I hope you're well. You got this. Don't give up or whatever. And they see that, mm-hmm. you know, they could be in a bad spot. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying? We're hoping that that, that happens. So we're just trying to be a resource. Again, we're not therapists, mm-hmm. but we're not afraid to talk about it. You just gave me an idea, man. <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I, I saw when when I was watching you live with that, how the wheels were spinning when you, when you created it. Did you create that T-shirt? Yeah. Okay, we had it was just crazy because I, I kind of stole that from the other day. We had a um, my man last night. He said, "You you uh, push praise down and push problems up," and I'm like, 
hmm. and I just I saw like the push and the arrow like down and up. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's a shirt. You know what I'm saying? We'll, just, we'll think about it. So let's see what the, the graphic designer says. You think what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, no, I uh, I wonder. So so um, I like that idea of people being able to call in and leave a message, uh, even if it's a question. You know what I'm saying? And um, that could be incorporated into the podcast to where, especially if they're asking how, you know, because on, on, our, on our end, it's, it's about education and engagement, right? So uh, it'd be awesome to have like a Google voice number that they can call, leave a voicemail, and and we answer that on the podcast and things of that nature. So, so you, um, it's funny you say that. So I, I, I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, you see how like those two are lit up? Yeah, those are unread messages. I'm gonna open one right now, and it says, "I appreciate you guys." This was this was one of the ones when I responded and said, "You know, is everything okay?" He said, "I appreciate you guys. I'm sorry there was just so much going through my head." What he just what his response was, but like, don't be sorry. Like you reached out. You know what I'm saying? We we here for a reason, gentlemen. Jeez. Your podcast is the truth. I also love the the evolution from episode one to eighty nine. True. So you know what I'm saying. So yeah, when we started, we was in the we was, when we started, we was in a basement at my man's crib. Yeah, in the basement. And now we, you know, we in studio. So if you watch from episode one to now, the level up is pretty dope, man. Yeah. yeah no, I completely dope. understand. That's where we started at at um at my townhouse first floor basement. You know, I was too uh shy or not didn't have enough confidence to be the confidence to be the host. And and you know, got two poets that were also my frat brothers to to host the first season. You know, um, they were great. Uh ultimately just wasn't working out as far as court, like you said, coordination and um feeling like you had to do the in-person thing. And COVID freed me from the need of it being in person. Right. Because COVID gave that green light. All right. Everybody can go digital. Everybody can go virtual. You know, it's it's not you're, it's not a fake anything now. If you're virtual, this is what we do now. And so that's that's what spawned this. And I got enough confidence to be the host. And um, just like you said, evolution, constant progression and keeping like not stopping. Keep going. Just and my man is the same old man. My man, my man Bell, like he got on and he wanted to do just audio and not video. Yeah. But the first episode we recorded audio and video, and the audio just somehow messed up, so we had to use the audio from the video. I'm like, let's put the video yeah. on. And now he's live every other day. Like he didn't want to be on the camera. Now he's live every other day. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. It's it's challenging yourself, is what it is. Yeah. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Because at first it's like, yeah, I want to play the back. You know. I, I, I ain't really about all this camera stuff, you know. And to be honest with you, it really is fear. Yeah. If we're being honest with ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Because hey, I'm like, yo, nah, I'm just the, I'm the producer, man. That's what I do. I'm behind the scenes. But for real, for real, it, it, it's fear and lack of confidence and and scared of what what comments people going to leave on YouTube and you know, they be frying you on the, yo, they fry you in the comments. <laughs> they, they, people are cold hearted, man. Like great, like, <laughs> like ruthless. And you want to address, you can't address them all. You got to learn. You got to have tough skin. And it was, it was tough for us in the beginning, man, because people would comment and it was, 
I, I, I posted a video. It was myself and my daughter. It was a song played on and I was singing it to her and she started crying. And then I started crying. I just posted the video and do like, oh, this sucker cat posted pics, posted videos for likes and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, this is a genuine moment, me and my baby. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like sharing. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, I wanted to fly home. But like, yo, you got to just, you got to lay low, man. These people are just, they're, yo, it's, it's, <laughs> it's keyboard, crazy. Keyboard thugs, man. No, keyboard thugs for real. Yeah. For real. No, That's I know what you mean. I know what you mean. No, I, it's going to be good, man. I, I, um, I look forward to, you know, your continued growth, you know, um, uh, beyond the, 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 well, with the Grammys, right. Um, has this been a long time coming for you? Um, I don't know if it's been a long time coming. I heard about it a while ago and, um, I, uh, I, I threw my, I have a, a one-man stage play title, I Wish Life Had Training Wheels. I recorded that and threw that in there. And it was really last minute. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really, I didn't put the work that ne- that was necessary. So I'm like, this time around, I need to put the work in necessary and, and have the videos, have the visuals, have the clips, set up the set up the uh, the, the tour so to, to try to promote and sound, yada, yada, yada. So I did all of that, and I've been, been moving a lot more consistent. I can't say it's been a long time coming because it wasn't really, the Grammy wasn't necessarily a goal. The grant it's it's again, it's the exposure for the for the craft. And the Grammys is gonna help expedite that process. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So when I when you get like God willing, both Prentice and I get nominated, now you got two Grammy nominees on a podcast mm-hmm. who are traveling the world doing poetry, inspiring people. It just it changes the scope of things a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And, now, yeah, and now we're able to provide opportunities for people that you know. Hey, listen, pull up. I got some for you. I got. We got. We got fifty thousand people out here. Come on. We 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 at the halftime show over here. We at this concert. We you know what I'm saying it's just it's so cool. We've been on. We've been on. I met Prentice in L.A. at a stage, and we rocking with. I think it was like Anthony Hamilton, Maxwell, Charlie Wilson. Like we in the room kicking it with them. Like that was my huge names. You know what I'm saying? And then right. there's us. We on the same stage. It's a poetry show with featuring the artist. It wasn't the artist with the poet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, they they came to feature for us. Yeah. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? So if we can get that type of party going, then it's 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 a beautiful thing happening, man. Mm. When you when you get to those spaces and those stages, right? Mm-hmm. What what's your goal when you're um, going there? You know, is it to make connections, to keep the momentum at that level? What, what's that? What's in your mind or on your mind? I remember for me, at the, when I first went to Versus and Flow, it was a part for me. It was about putting on for my city. Mm. It was like it was like because for where I'm from, cats ain't on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. I, I'm just being if I'm, I'm asking you right now, how many people? Do you have in your phone that you can contact right now that have been on national television? Um, quite nowadays a few. a few, quite a few, right? So at the time, like, there aren't many people who, who can just go through their phone and be like, "This is my man. He he's been on national television." You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, for me, it was kind of like being able to do that and come home and give these kids something to look forward to. Mm. You take like I took poetry. To national television 
And I've always said, like, there's a lane for everybody, bro. I say all the time, like, find something you're passionate about. Become great at it and get people to pay you for it. Yep. You know what I'm yes. saying? And it's, and, it's, and it's simple. It's simple. That poet life sign behind you, that's somebody's jam. Yep. Lighted signs. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody's lane. And they're killing the game for it. Yep. You dig? So I'm like, so for me, it, it, going there was kind of like, it was one, put on for your city. Two, get another gig. You know what I mean? Turn that gig into another gig. Mm -hmm. and, then make those, and then make those connections in order to be able to do so. And I have. I've made several connections. One of my best good friends is, what, is a lady who, who put me on to the show. We still talk to this day. And Versus and Flo been off the been off the TV for four or five years now. Why do you think it is no longer on, on, on television? Um, was it numbers? I don't know. I think I think it did well. I really do think it did well. I think it was just a, it was a short term project that kind of just just fizzled out. I, I mean, it was on TV one, which is you know still a marquee station, but it wasn't you know didn't they didn't put that much money behind it. I would love to be able to. That's another thing I want to do. And we've been talking about that too. Like really just cultivating a poetry, right? Was that was it like seven seasons? How many seasons was it? Six, I want to say. I think it was six. six. I, I got six you. Seasons. I got you. Got yeah. you. That's beautiful, man. Um, all right. So so talk to me about the near future. I know, I know November 10th and everything, you know, what's what's your uh tell your your I was gonna say the tail end of your year, but what does your Q4 look like? Your your fourth quarter and, and the, the start of I, next year. And this is cool. So the fourth quarter for me is I've got a couple projects coming out, a couple couple visuals to 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 coincide with the the the, plat, the album that's, that's coming out right now. The album's been out. A couple visuals, a company that um, I'm booked solid, heavy for the um, for the remainder of the year. I also officiate weddings, man, and that's been wedding season has been mm -hmm. nuts. I've had a wedding every weekend for the past three months. Whoa! Every single weekend for the past three months. Like, uh, so I've been super, super busy. Like, it's crazy. I had a wedding on Friday in Massachusetts, Saturday in Massachusetts. After the wedding, I'm driving back at like midnight to get back home at like 2 a.m. to be up at six, take my daughter to her, to take my daughter to a softball game, a double header, to bring her back off, drop her off, to fly to New York to go support Prentice, to drive him back so we can, we can speak at the prison on Monday, then record Monday night. Like, so it's like, it's, it's, it's just, it's just moving, man. It's, it's it's busy, but the rest, the fourth quarter is busy, and it's now it's it's making those connections, trying to lock in a lot of those gigs for Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Everybody wants everybody wants a positive black man to pull up in February, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. Oh, for sure, for you know sure. You you said that your podcast is in person, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but your co-hosts are all in different states. Yep. So I'm in Connecticut. My man, my man Bell is in Boston and Prentice is in Oakland. So what we do is we meet probably once a month on either side of the country or somewhere else. We get together and we record and we film. We, we try to record three or four episodes and then keep it going there. But now we're going to start doing a little bit more live to save ourselves some money. We got our merch line coming out, which should help facilitate some of the costs to, you know, move across the country and whatnot. But this is one of our, our, uh, our, our healing crew. We did with the, all black baby therapy logo on the sleeve or whatever. But it's, mm. on, on, on Halloween, we dropping our, our our first line of merch. Got I think like a hoodie, a crew neck, and a couple different a couple different t shirts. So that should help kind of you know 
we could put all that back into the show, get us some better cameras, get us, you know, some, 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 some uh, an actual studio where we can go and kind of just do things, do things how we want to do it. And just really continue to level up. Cause like I said, if you watch the first episode to now, it looks and sounds completely different. I understand. I, I completely understand that coming from where we started. I promise you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, okay. All right. So, so, because the reason I ask that is because I, I really want listeners and viewers to see the dedication, right? Because you'll 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 think that man, you know, trying to coordinate with people is hard, you know. But look, y'all in the same city. Right. These gentlemen are spread out across the country yep. and still getting it done. Don't get me wrong, it's hard. We done fought many a time because we ain't, you know, we ain't been consistent and we right. that. I believe somebody, it. You know, what I mean, somebody didn't hold up their end of the bargain and do what they said they was gonna do. We all got tasked and one fall short. We barking at each other, but we we have we have a mission, man, and we and we and we gonna get it done. That's beautiful. That's dedication, bro. Yeah, y'all, y'all and y'all y'all got y'all long distance hosts. <laughs> <laughs> wow but, you, but you're getting it done man and, and yeah. that's what it takes and that's what tells and shows me that uh you all are definitely ready for this grammy win um you know it's that dedication that tells me that you all are definitely ready for it and uh that is nowhere from now that is literally about 20 20 days from now yeah. roughly yeah, yeah man. so i'm just i'm just That'll be a huge milestone, man. I would love, like, the honor of of being acknowledged as a Grammy nominee is cool, and I'm more excited to bring my mama to L.A. and have her walk the red carpet. My mama is so starstruck, like, it's insane, bro. Like, it don't matter who it is. Anybody she's seen on TV, she lose her damn mind. So to be in that environment and have her have that opportunity would mean the world to me, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, let's make it happen, man. I'm going to clip uh chop some clips of uh, of this and shoot you some clips and hopefully you know this can add some attention you know what i'm saying and um, sure. i'm just glad that you had the time and the opportunity to be on the poet life podcast i really appreciate it bro no 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 i appreciate you man i'm sorry we it took us so long to get here i know it felt like i was bullshitting but i was really no, no, no. <laughs> i've been hey. moving and shaking as you can see man like yeah now when, when you when you said you couldn't do it i was like oh great because i got too much <laughs> <laughs> Word. So then you well, know, even lie to him, like, oh Lord, I, I think I forgot. <laughs> Word. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that way for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, so, so um, uh, uh, in the near future, man, uh, if you all, if you all ever need us for anything on on the poet life side, um, uh, we're here for you, bro. Uh, and um, whether it's a watch party, whatever it is, man, just let me know where you need us, and we're there for you, bro. Mm -hmm. I would like to extend the courtesy to you too then, man. Do you think we can get you on our podcast? Done deal. Let's set the date. Bet. We probably end up pulling up. We'll probably pull up to the DMV. So what we thought, what we also talked about was like hitting, hitting up certain spots, copping an Airbnb, and just having people pull up and kind of just, you know what I mean, create the setting there and just record a couple episodes and move on to the next thing. So we got a I lot of different it. ideas in mind, but like a, I would definitely love to have you on, man. Chop it up, pick your brain about this whole entrepreneurship and all that. They yeah, yeah. Be real, real dope. For sure, for sure. And and in relation to the potential win of the, the Grammy and, and and things of that nature, just let me know. Um, because listen, 
That is major, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm coming. That means after I win, I'm coming back on as Grammy winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Grammy nominated, Grammy winning, all of the above. So me For and sure. Prentice, because so so Prentice and I aren't together. On, actually, you know what? That's not true. I'm not on his album, but he's on mine. So if I win, gotcha. he technically he wins too. Either way, he's gonna get a grant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word. So you know, so. but that's what it's about, though. Like, like no, that's what it's about. I'm gonna drop it on piece and listen, bro. Vote for me, because if I win, then you win too. But if you win, there you go. I win. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what. folks. It's Chief the Poet, man. Chief, if you could do me a favor, leave something for the people, you know, to inspire them to keep going. Pun intended. Pun intended. Word. Um, I think keep going is just has the implications of doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. Like when you in a dark spot, you got to keep going. When you've reached that Grammy, you got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? You can't get stagnant with that. So it don't matter whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. The motion is to keep going in a positive direction. When you when you down, get up. When you up, keep going. Mm, that's good. Where can they find you? I know they can find you on, on on social media, but where where can they find all of what you got going on? Yeah. So I'm again. I'm so terrible at the social media thing, but I, my website is chiefthepoet.com. C H I E F T H E P O E T. Spelled phonetically. I'm um, chiefthepoet.com. I'm on all social media outlets at chiefthepoet. Please support our podcast. All Black Men Need Therapy. That's uh, abmnt.com. Um, and yeah, that's it. So I'm, I mean, you can find me. Just type in Chief Report. I should, I should pop up somewhere, maybe. You ever, have somebody, you ever have somebody Google you? I yeah. What, I wonder if I want to pay somebody to Google me and see, what, see if they find out, see what they find. I mean, I know they'll find some poems and stuff, but I want to see if they find some dirt. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Go, uh, if you uh, do an incognito search, uh-huh. you know, uh, search your name. And see if, or not just see if, but make sure that whole first page is you. If it's not, you got some work to do. Okay. What that you know means? What call somebody and say, this ain't me, take it down? Or like, no, 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 it's more so, it's more so you being more intentional about making sure your website is the first one, your IG is the first one. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? So, so I, I, I Google. Not just myself, but I Google the poet life often to make sure that that first page page is all the poet life, whether it's our website, our LinkedIn, you know what I'm saying? So it's easy to find us because if it's easy to find you, it's easy to book you. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Most definitely. Chief, I appreciate you, man. Uh, Thank you, folks. This was an awesome conversation. I'm sure you all got value. If you need more information about The Poet Life, go to thepoetlife.com. By the time this episode drops, the Poetry Business Challenge workbook and journal will be out. And uh, that is a historic feat. Really excited about it. Definitely want you all to pre-order it. Um, Go to thepoetlife.com. It's The Poet Life. I am Christoph Jenkins, and this is Chief The Poet. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Thank you, bro. Salute. No doubt. Appreciate you, man.